Hey everybody, this is Linda Misigatis, and you're listening to An Unconventional Guide to Success, the show that talks about real life with real people for those of you who are interested in learning from others the steps they took on their journey towards success as defined by them. Hey everyone, welcome to the studio. We're so happy to have you here with us today. Um, Scott, so good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. Linda, always good to see you too. Yes, Thank and you we're for being here today with very us. Very excited yeah. to have Mark Yegi in the studio with us today. So I'm so excited for that. But uh, how how are things going, Scott, since we haven't talked for a little bit? We haven't talked for a little bit. You've been traveling. I feel like I COVID know. is like not a thing of the past. The travel is excessive. Oof. Yes. I'm not sick anymore. How are you feeling? I am feeling so much better. It finally, finally broke. Um, it just seemed like it was never going to end. And then, of course, my poor husband got it. So, you know, that just makes things <laughs> linger for a little bit. So, um, but, uh, but I think we're both um, very much on the tail end of it. So, yeah. Good, good. Well, you look healthy and happy and smiley, so Aww. I'm excited for us today. Yes. Mark, thank you for being yeah, here. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Really Can't wait. It's it. going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We have a lot to go over. Yeah, I was looking over your uh, your show notes, and my goodness, I can't wait to unpack yes. all that you've got going on. But Linda, I think you said you wanted to. Yeah, let me let me give the- a little background on Mark for everyone um, today. Uh, so Mark Yegi, the wealth architect, isn't just about numbers. He's about deep connections and purposeful growth. Hence, why we wanted you on our show. Um, with an experience of trading over fourteen billion, and I did say billion, not millions, in oh, securities, wow. <laughs> he understands the principles of financial success. But his journey expands beyond finances. Mark shares his wisdom, not just to help you achieve monetary success, but to create a balanced, abundant life intertwined with the core principles of Light Circle, his mastermind success community. So very happy to have you in the studio with us today, Mark. Thanks again. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, good. I can't wait to understand what light circle is. Let's talk about that. But yeah. I, I imagine there's something you want to do first. Yeah, then. there is. Um Scott hates this part of the show, Mark, but I don't care. So it's all right. <laughs> I well, like to start with it. The two of you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I oh mean, no, it'll never you happen. Yeah. Are on my screen, <laughs> but we'll <laughs> No, um, I'll just banter over. That's right. That's a that's exactly what will happen. So well, I like to start the show out with an icebreaker. So Mark, yeah. if you could hang out with any cartoon character, who would you choose and why? It would probably be um, the Wiley Coyote. Oh, that's my guy. Yeah. Mark's my guy. You yes. know, he's always trying wow. to figure stuff out, come at it with a different angle. He keeps getting knocked down, but keeps getting back up. You know, he's got a billion lives. He never dies. I mean, it's a pretty cool cool <laughs> character if you really think about it. He is. You're right. That is a good one. I like that one for sure. What about you, Scott? Well, Mark picks one I've always picked. Yeah. I, I love the Roadrunner, Wiley Coyote dynamic. Yeah. And and Mark, the reason I like them is because they shut things off at night, go home, rest up, and start over again. The yeah, next that's day. right. Yeah. <laughs> they, leave, they leave as friends, but they're fighting all day. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Well, I think for and me, Linda, yeah, I think for yeah. me, I'm going to go with Bugs Bunny. Um, you know, as um, as I've said before, I'm a huge Looney Tunes fan. And so, but what I like about Bugs is he's just so witty and he's kind of he's got a real cleverness about him but he also has a very laid-back attitude so you know and but he's a very intense guy on the inside you know so i think he just kind of comes across laid back and cool and calm but i think he's actually uh got a lot going on in that head of his well and for those of us who used to watch saturday morning cartoons i mean there's a real relatability here yeah i don't know that saturday morning cartoons are a thing anymore but there's real it's funny we they, they all have meaning, yeah. and it's interesting to talk to people about what meaning they make of their cartoons. So it's a great icebreaker. I to, totally to agree. I'll, I'll, I'll concede, Linda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I like that one for <laughs> sure. So thanks for indulging me. I always think it's of just course, a good way to get course. things started. So, yeah. No, well, let's it is. Jump right you know, in. I can't wait to get. Yeah, yeah. Please go ahead. Yeah. So, Mark, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what Light Circle is? Well, I could tell you about what it is, but I can actually tell you about how it's become a thing. Okay. And, um, yeah. you know, we all need a place, right? We all need yeah. a place to go. We all need a family. We all need a community. We're all humans, right? So we all have some similarities. And um, several years ago, I was, at, uh, I was at a Tony Robbins event, actually at his house in Fiji. And okay. um, after I came back, there was, a, there was this magic that was created among the 39 people that were there on this island together for you know, seven or eight days. 
going through all this stuff together. And I realized that if we had like-minded people that we could bond together on a journey through life, uh, wouldn't that make life a lot be a lot greater, right? Yeah. And so, yes. And and so I've I've created several mastermind groups, um, and and this is the culmination of all the mastermind groups that I've created. I've, you know, most of the ones I've, I've created are still going and and doing great, but this one to me is more soulful, holistic. It takes into account that we can all be not just millionaires in our wealth, but millionaires in our health our relationships, our spirituality, our travel, our soul, our time. And, you know, if we have all of those things working for us, then life is really great. And the way I look at it, and I can explain this a little bit more, is that, you know, we all have people in our lives that we don't really like to hang out with, but because there's a certain holiday that comes up, we have to hang out with them or something. (laughs) And we're like, there's always that one or two people like, why do we hang out with these people? Mm -hmm. But Imagine if our lives, we got to choose who we hung out with, people that got us, people that were on our path, people that were going to support us and encourage us and and maybe even be there to be, give us a little tough love when we, when we didn't mm-hmm. uphold the standards that we set for ourselves. Like if we yeah. say we're going to lose weight and all of a sudden we're indulging in a half a gallon of ice cream. You know, these people will say, listen, yeah. you know, you're, you're not supposed to be eating that ice cream. What do you say next week? You don't eat that ice cream. And then right. I don't know about you guys, but when you have something really great that happens to you and the other side too, but let's just talk about something that's really great that happens to you. Can you turn to everybody in your life and share it with them? Mm. Or do you get judged maybe in, on the good mm. side or the bad side? Like, you know, I have days where, you know, I run, yeah. I run hedge funds. So mm-hmm. I have days where, you know, I make a lot, a lot of money. And I can't really turn to everybody and go, hey, I made this much money. I made $80,000 today. What? Like they can't even fathom it or Mm -hmm. the other side. Oh, easy for you, Mr. Rich guy. You had it easy growing up or whatever. Right. And so when you get on a team where everybody's kind of moving in the same direction, that's what it's all about. There's a lot more elements to light circle, but really it starts with relationships and community. And that's where I, that's where I'd like to start off the conversation. Well, you know, Mark, Mark, you say something that's really interesting and I'll point it out in, in my book. And I, I think you've probably done a little homework and know, and, and I know Linda, you might've known, I wrote a book. Uh, did you? The, the, do you have a copy did, of it? I was I just curious. I do. Um, I, oh, oh I my sure goodness. Do. How hey, wonderful. You have it right there. <laughs> I have it right here. But Mark, what's really important about it to tie it into what you were saying is what the title of this book is exactly the judgment statement I was getting when I would go back yeah. to people and talk to people. Sure. So to bring it to a serious note, the thing that you mentioned about who you surround yourself with, and I would literally go home to the people that, and I didn't come from a really school of, I came from the school of hard knocks. I didn't come from mm-hmm. Silver Spoon at all. But when I go home and I talk about what I've done, wherever home is, those people that you have to include, you talked about, I would get the, well, how did you as if to say in a cloud above, of all people, yeah. how did you get here? Sure. And so what's I- ironic about what you said and why I wanted to tie that to our podcast a little bit is because that's exactly how I titled the book. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what the book's about not being, mm-hmm. to your point. And I want to get into the leadership circle piece in a big way, but I was really just trying to connect with you on that in, in a big way yeah. because that's a really important notion for people. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, the, and our listeners, you, you got to pay attention to what you surround yourself with and moving the ball forward. And those judgments come very passive aggressively if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure How did do. you get here? Yeah. 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 I totally so, agree. So anyway, I just wanted to spotlight that out. And I'm, I'm really excited about what you're doing there as far as uh, your mastermind groups and how you're bringing people together of like mind. And I'm really fascinated with Wealth, wealth Architect mm-hmm. and the $80,000 a day. Maybe you could tell us how to all do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, well a- a- as you probably know, it doesn't come without the other side. So, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so there's always a give and take in, uh, in wealth for sure, right? Um, but interestingly enough, um, Mark, you did start at a pretty young age. Um, and so talk a little bit about how did you get on your journey? So to get to a place where you are today, um, you know, you achieved a lot at a pretty young age. Why? Mm. What was your foundation? Like, how did that come about? Um, you know, what what made you not just interested, because we all have an interest in a lot of things, it doesn't mean it culminates into anything, you know, as we grow older. Yeah. So so w- what what happened? Well, I mean, I guess I could, I, I'll say that I had a really cool dad, you know, we'll yeah. start with that. Okay. And, um, and when I was a kid, he instilled in me the 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 ethic of, you know, you got to do some work, 
you can't just get it all handed to you, right? So I was painting his cabinets in the garage, or I was mowing lawns, or I was cleaning pools in the neighborhood, and I'd made money. And one day I came home and I saw him, um, you know, messing around with the Wall Street Journal and circling things in there. I'm like, what are you doing? I was like 12. And he sat down and he goes, well, this is the stock market. And he kind of started teaching me at the, about the stock market. So I was like, wait a minute, can I take this money and put it into the market? And I did. And I I, I put in, uh, you know, I bought 100 shares at three bucks of this little ladies clothing company and it doubled. And I was like, wow, that's cool. I didn't have to work for that. The other stuff I'm working for. And then mm -hmm. I bought a company called U.S. Air, which is right when U.S. Airways became a public company after it became Alle mm. from, went from Allegheny Airlines to U.S. Air. And I bought some of that and it went from like 17 to 35 or and so I doubled my money again. And then I learned mm -hmm. how to short. Anyway, the point was I started to get a financial acumen when I was young. Mm -hmm. There were two real parallel threads for me when I was young. One number one, it started when I got I was I was kind of, I guess, a wise ass. And mm -hmm. so I was bullied a bit and you know, in when I was growing up. And I started reading some of my dad's help self-help books that I found on his shelf. I didn't know what self-help was, but I yeah. saw this book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, maybe I can get a couple of tips out of here to quit get, get, keep stop from getting my face bashed in. Yeah. And so I read this book and it had these little things called In a Nutshell, which I later found out were the Dale Carnegie human relations principles. And I typed them out on this old Smith Corona typewriter and yeah. I would carry these little things around. And I learned the Dale Carnegie, Carnegie Human Relations Principles. So we had financial knowledge that I felt was really important to learn. And then second, mm -hmm. I had mm -hmm. personal development, personal growth, that mm -hmm. I'm still a junkie. I've, wow. been, I've read about 8,000 books. Most of them are nonfiction. I've gone to tons and tons, hundreds, hundreds of seminars and um, motivational things. And so to me, it's been a journey in both of those kind of things. So that's led me to this area where today I'm a wealth architect. I, I, I run help. I run um, hedge funds, three of them. And I also help people learn how to trade because I think financial acumen is important. Mm -hmm. And then the mastermind group is really the culmination of that community that I talked about, but it's also yeah. about education. And I think our education yeah. system is, is massively lacking on teaching people about success. So people have to go to people like us, right? People that write books and they have to mm -hmm. take While electives when these things are not taught in school. But, you know, we, I'm sure we're all experts on Romeo and Juliet and the Pythagorean theorem, right. which is really important. <laughs> Absolutely. Glad, glad those <laughs> subjects were in school for sure. Um, wow, Mark. <laughs> I'm There's a lot to unpack. There, yeah, Linda, there is. <laughs> I, I am a little curious though, Mark, you know, for people who might be listening that would say, well, you know, uh, do you just surround yourself with like-minded wealthy people then? So is it all tied up just in the dollars and cents of it all? It didn't sound like that's what you were trying to create with this new group, but I'm curious about that as people listening, thinking, well, I guess I couldn't be a part of Mark's group because I, I'm definitely not a wealthy person. Yeah, no, I, I have a group for wealthy people too. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that, that's not what we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, you know what? You know what it is. Is when I was younger, I kind of like all of us thought that the programming was get wealthy and it'll solve all your problems. Yeah. And of course, mm -hmm. I heard as I was working on my trek to become wealthy mm -hmm. that you know it's not all about the money. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, easy for you to say. It's not all about mm -hmm. the money. You know, yeah. you've got it. But when you get it, I, one day I got it. And I don't remember what that day exactly was. But I looked around me and I had a house on the water in Florida and I owned an airplane and I had a really nice car. And I was like, okay, but I wasn't really happy. You know, when you buy a car mm -hmm. and, and you mm -hmm. start driving it around and like a month later, it just becomes transportation. It was really yeah. great when you drove it off the lot and you kind of like it. But after a month or two, you're like, okay, that has worn off. That's mm -hmm. what happens with money. So if it, and have you ever watched a movie where you're like by yourself and you want everybody else to watch it too? Yeah. And that's kind of <laughs> yeah. how, if you have a bunch of money and you don't have the people yes. around you, then you're like, okay, hey, what's the whole freaking point of this? So mm -hmm. you want to have people around you, you can celebrate with, you can, you can share experiences with, I call them magic moments. Um, and you can, you can mm -hmm. share magic moments with, and, um, and that's, that's what it's all about for me. So it's about being a virtuoso in all the areas of your life, your health, because if you don't have health, what's the difference? If you've got a bunch of money, you're just going to take right. your money and spend it on health anyway, mm -hmm. or, yep. or relationships, whether it's spousal relationships or platonic or business relationships or spirituality, connecting with your creator. 
whatever that is, I think it's all of that. And and we're not really taught any of that. If we were, mm-hmm. if we skipped a couple of uh, you know Shakespeare classes and instead we're taught mm-hmm. about how to handle our money or how yeah. to have human relations, yes. how to disagree agreeably with people if we want to debate <laughs> yes. them so they're not wrong, yeah. and yes. how to how to you know negotiate or you know sexuality, you know any of these yeah. concepts that we just are not taught, and we have to go figure out from our big brother or some mm-hmm. somebody else or. Or Mark Yegi, or Mark Yegi, right? Yeah, Mark Yegi, right here on the unconventional That's right. path. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mark. That's yeah. how we learn this stuff. It's true. Yeah. You know, Mark, you're 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 honed in right on why we do this. Mm-hmm. Linda sure. and I believe in everything you just said, yeah. and it's ironic to me, and it, and it continues to be ironic for the the folks that we're privileged to have on our show that they mention things like relationships, networking, mm-hmm. communication, habits, yeah, all the Health. things. One of the things that jumps, oh, I'm sorry. I said health with a wellness side of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, self-care and wellness. But one of the things that just just start to peel that back with you, Mark, a little bit is who were the mentors? I know you mentioned your father, but who were the folks that you were in relationship Mm -hmm. with or that you were partnering with in your career that really helped you see the value of spreading this good word? Well, I, I call the I call a lot of them distant mentors, and that has really put a shadow into what I'm doing today. So, um, I'll I'll explain that. So, somebody like Tony Robbins, when mm-hmm. I, when I've I've listened to Tony Robbins since I graduated from college, when somebody gave me one of his, you know, personal power tapes or something like that. Nice. And then I took nice, his personal yeah. power two program. It was on CD, and it was a 30 day program. And I said, you know what? I'm not getting what I want in life. So I'm going to sit down for 30 days and I'm going to do everything this guy says. And I did. It was in 1995 and I just started a company then. And I had no money and it was all in debt. And I had written down all of these goals <laughs> according to this book, Isn't right? Yeah. And I listened to the yeah. stuff and I was fascinated by it. It was a lot of work, but I made this little notebook and I set out a bunch of goals. And after the 30 days, I'm like, oh, good, I'm done. I put the goals away. And you've heard the story before from probably a zillion other people. And then a year later, I went and looked at those goals and I'm like, whoa, look Mm -hmm. at all the stuff that I accomplished that I actually forgot that I had written them down and I found this Mm. and I still have it somewhere today, actually. Um, It's in a notebook somewhere. And I had accomplished the the financial goal, the health goal, becoming a pilot goal, the getting a massage every week goal. And I'm like, wait a minute, I couldn't even fathom this until I got involved in deeper personal, uh, you know, success studies. And and so Tony Robbins has has been a big factor for me, even though we don't really know each okay. other. We've met each yeah. other, but we don't sure. know each other. Brian Tracy, sure. Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, uh, Bill O'Neill, Jesse Livermore. I can give you, you know, hundreds of them. Were there any? Were there any that weren't distant that you were in relationship with? Well, my dad was a big really one helped. for me. My dad was a, okay. a, a success, and he was an entrepreneur, and he came from an entrepreneur, and and uh, so yeah. he was a he was a big one for me. And then I've met several yeah. people that you know our life is a book, right? And mm-hmm. and the book is yeah. made up of many chapters, and so there have been many along the way uh, in those Wonderful. chapters that that I've I've had, and a lot of them have been you know, relationships that I've been in with significant others. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. we learn something from almost everyone. Um, Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah it really is it great. Is so true. It really is great. Well, and it's really important. It's really important for our viewers and the audience that we're trying to reach, Mark, to, that, that you acknowledge that. And I appreciate yeah. you doing that because that's really, for me, how I got here was through those relationships. For me, I did have a little entrepreneurial background that I did have a few folks, but there were some real significant mentors or leaders in my life mm-hmm. that really I paid attention to that I honored with my notebook, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm really glad to hear you solidify and sort of move that into the criteria of how you found yourself so successful. And I never did the other. I never had the distant mentors. I'm I'm only now just starting to unpack people like Tony Robinson or yourself mm-hmm. or motivational people that really have the, the experience and the circle of, uh, you know, the lead light circle and things that you're talking about there. Yeah. What, um, tell us if you would then a little bit about what goals you have set for yourself with light circle and maybe talk a little bit about light circle and how, what, what you're doing there to sort of segue into what's, what's that look like mm-hmm. for, for our viewers and our listeners. 
So I think the best is, it's, it's, I've always struggled with how do you explain the feel? How do you explain a feeling? How do you explain the color green? Right. (laughs) So I'm trying to put it into words and graphics and all these things. And I think the best way to do this is to say there are three E's in light circle. There's actually five, but let's talk about three. And the first one, we've already talked about the second one, that's environment. But the first Mm -hmm. one is education. So if you take expert education, so imagine a guy like Robert Kiyosaki, for example, he wrote a book Mm -hmm. called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You can take anybody. Mm -hmm. Love that book. Yeah, Yeah, great book, right? And this, you know, he wrote the book 20 something years ago, but this is a man who learned from two people that, you know, were his mentors. Mm -hmm. One of them, he learned what not to do. And the other one, he'd learned what to do. And then he put it into Mm -hmm. practice for 40, 50 years and spent two years writing a book so that. The three of us could take the book, open it up, and in a few hours, digest this man's life. So one of the concepts- passive income. Yeah. 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 So one of the concepts that we have at Light Circle is to distill people's life's work into courses. So we we will take somebody's book- That's fantastic. And we will distill it down into the key best practices, and we will teach you in what I call an environment of hyper-learning. And Mm. so- we don't sit behind a desk and listen to somebody lecture us for, you know, you know, three hours a, yeah. a, a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. We actually, we will distill the key things and then we'll test you on it. You'll, in, you'll, you'll involve all your senses. You'll actually go out and put it into practice Wonderful. in your life and then you will make it a part of you. And then the next week we'll do it all over again. So that by the end of a 50 week year, let's call it or 52 weeks, you've learned 2,500 years of expert knowledge from experts in wow. health, wealth, relationships, um, you know, travel. We, you know, we talk about how to how to transform your life and we learn it from experts. So what That's we're awesome. doing is I'm supplementing instead of reading a couple of books a week or mm-hmm. you know, a couple of books a month, like mm-hmm. some people may mm-hmm. do if they're focusing on it, you just take a yeah. curriculum and we feel like it's you get four, you get a university degree in a year mm-hmm. of success. Yeah. In all of those different areas. So by the end of the year, you've got a plan on how to make 10000 $10, $20,000, $30,000 yeah. a month. You've got a plan on how much sleep you should get with nutrition and macro and micronutrients. Wow. You've got a plan on what you can do to have date nights every week with your, with your significant other or mm-hmm. how to build better relationships. You've got a tribe of people around you that are getting you. You're, you're opening up to them. They're holding you accountable, but you're sharing on a deep level mm-hmm. about your life. And you're all learning and growing together. So those are the first two E's. Expert education and environment, which is really important. We all mm-hmm. know the quote from Jim Rohn. You're the average of the five people that you hang around with, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the third one is empowerment. And this is probably the biggest one. This is probably 90% of everything. I think everything mm-hmm. is, you know, 90% of most things are mindset. And so giving you that can-do attitude, that positive attitude, reframing things when things go bad, that it's, it's an opportunity. It's not a, it's not a set down, but it's an opportunity for a, mm-hmm. a setup. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. and so that's what we think. So though it's those three things. Then we add in entertainment and enlightenment, if you want to add in two more ease, but it's really, those oh, there three, you go. First like three that, that are cool. You know what so I you love can be about entertained this? in an environment? Yeah. 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 No, I, well, and you know what I love about the Scott is I think about what Mark's doing. I think about what Larice is doing. And I think even about what, what you did with the book is exactly what you said, Mark. We did not get these lessons in life. And kids mm-hmm. today still aren't getting these lessons in life. I um, mean, I always say, you know, I was brought up through the school hard knocks. Um, I didn't go to college. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a lot of opportunities um, throughout my life. But I worked really hard, to your point. But I had to learn so many things mm-hmm. the hard way and how much easier it would have been to have someone who would have set that course for you a little bit differently, right? So yeah. not in traditional education, because um, I know we were joking a little bit about that, but there's so much truth in that in the way that conventional education is set up today does is not setting a path for success is not creating right. um, a journey to help people know how to navigate through all those things that you were just talking about even all these years later they still don't do mm-hmm. financial education well, it's like a in mem- school it's like a memorization game oh my goodness yeah, yes. and that's it it's who can take the who can who's best at taking tests right i mean that's really what it comes down to because we always well, say that even taking... become a, a doctor or a lawyer you just have to be you know you got to know something but you also have to be good at passing a test but you don't know if that doctor you're seeing scored really high or really low you just know he got his uh, got his phd um and so you know there's a lot to be said for that 
and sending my kids to school now. I have school age kids, and um, I I actually changed the school they came from because the school they came from was allowing them to take the test until they passed it. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah. yeah, that was literally part of the curriculum. Wow! Because the teachers needed to be assessed on the quality of teaching, mm. not what was actually retained. Yeah, crazy. So, and it's interest. It's an interesting subject. And Mark, I'm really glad you're touching in on it because your 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 light circle organization sounds like magic to uh, what we're trying to do mm-hmm. and what a compliment because we only have my small book but we're bringing people like you who can bring in mm-hmm. the storyline for all those folks i almost called this book what you didn't learn in college truthfully but yeah. i didn't want to piss off the schools and colleges that ultimately i'd like to teach the book in because you're right we're i mean such a disparity in what kids are learning how they're learning mm-hmm. and what they're expected to know as a result yeah yeah so I'm really, really, I'm, I appreciate what you're doing there. And that's fantastic. Who are some of the folks that you're working with now that are, that you're integrating your, the, their life story into their, your program? Yeah. Anyone well, we would all know or. Uh, actually, well, we've got a, we've got an event coming up in, uh, in January called your greatest year. It's actually our kickoff event because yeah. light circle has really been a culmination of, of, of a, a lot of effort from a lot of people to get to this point yeah. where we actually are now starting the launch. But um, the event is in January. Great. We have some great speakers uh, on there. But I wanted to, can I just back up? And you guys each mentioned kids yeah. in your comments. And I want to talk yeah. about that mm-hmm. because we are a nonprofit organization, not-for-profit organization. Okay. And our ultimate cause is to help kids. And, oh, uh, you know, w- we want to start with, I don't have my own kids, but I, I something got me with this this stuff lately that we're talking about with this sexual slavery and this trafficking. Yeah. And uh, so I want to help. That's the deep, serious one. And then we also have a fairly serious one in our education system. So if we can take, you know, whatever you know, proceeds that we make and plow it back into helping kids. They cost, I think the latest statistic is it costs $3,200 to save a child from sex slavery. Well, if we can save one kid, that would make all of this worth it. And so that's what we're really, that's what we're really doing. That's really fascinating, Mark. And you know, where I live in DC, one of the biggest areas in the country for sex trafficking is in a mall five miles from my front door. Really? And it's so it's fascinating here in D.C. area. Yeah. So and I, and I got that stat from a guy who is in the, the system preventing and working it. So I don't know how accurate it is, which is why I'm not giving you exact locations, et cetera. Sure. But I am on board with you having a 10th grade daughter and a 10th grade son oh my God. who are literally you know, wanting to roam these halls. But it's really interesting to see what kids are learning based on these initiatives when they're surrounded by people who are sharing it with them. It'll be a real study when they're actually taking care of their own families and making money and doing things different than those who just got to take the test over and over again. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if we'll be fortunate enough to see that, but I, I really admire your work and I think it's really worth spotlighting yeah. and highlighting. No, I agree. Well, and Mark, we, we had another guest on our show. She's one of my favorite people, Larise Brown, and she's writing, uh, she wrote a book on, I don't have to go to college. And her whole focus around that is because um, now she's highly educated. So, you know, she, she's coming from a place of knowledge on this, but um, her whole focus is also similar to the path that you're talking about, which is why I love what we're hearing and what we're seeing is that more and more people are starting to recognize that if we don't start to do something different in how we're educating our young people and providing them with a path forward, because we all grew up in a much different world than these children mm-hmm. and, and young adults are living in today. Our worlds were sure. so small in comparison to, to what yes. they're exposed to today. Um, and we are not providing them with the foundation and the framework to be successful in this environment, this global environment, this highly competitive, all this social media, internet, all these things coming at them. To your point, we've not even teach, taught them how to emotionally deal with all of this stuff. Um, and then right. you take all of those other components and how do they, how do they find that path? And often what they end up doing is they see that social media influencer and think, well, I'm going to go do that and I'll get rich yeah. quick, right? Cause they think that's, that's the answer to it. And it's just, it's not how many people try that and fail. Um, and you just don't, we don't realize it. So I, I agree with Scott. I really love the work that you're doing. Um, thank you. Why, why so much um, passion? Like you said, you don't have children yourself. I mean, um, so aside from the the horrific side of what we're seeing of what's happening to our, our young people yeah. and what's happening, yes, humanity, what are some of the other reasons like that draws you to do this to really kind of help other people? 
Well, I, I guess part of it is selfish because I know what it's like to be with a, a community of people that are all moving in the same direction. I play yeah. music. I, I'm a, a piano player, a musician. And mm, I don't know if you nice. all play, but if you play music with somebody else, there's something that happens in that. And like, there's no mm. other feeling, right? When you're singing with somebody, yeah. you're playing music with them. Like the time just flies and it's just an amazing feeling so it's the same kind of a feeling when you get into a mastermind group and um and by the way uh, linda you know you mentioned that there were falling short on you know what kids are going to do two-thirds of the jobs i read a statistic two-thirds of the jobs in 20 years are not going to even be in existence today or are not yeah. in existence today. Yeah. so you've we've got to learn how to learn because yes you know right. even when you're a lawyer and 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 god bless the lawyer God bless the lawyer. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, don't do that. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I've got some of the family that gives me a license to say it. <laughs> God bless the lawyers because what, what happens is you go to school and you go to another three years on top of it. And then what happens after yeah. you graduate, you've got to be a law clerk or you've got to work really hard and learn the law business mm -hmm. even after you've gone to seven years of school right. to become yeah. a lawyer. So you, we've got to learn how to learn. And I don't think people coming out with political science degrees or some of the other deg degrees, I mean, some of them are, are are valuable and some of them are a little bit less valuable, let's say. And yeah. so you have to figure out how do we adapt in this rapidly growing, ever-changing so landscape with AI and robotics and all these things that are coming out that are going to be taking the jobs we have today. We have to be able to adapt. I'm not saying we got to stop to technology. In fact, no. we've got to mm -hmm. enhance it, yeah. but we've got yeah. to know what, where it's going. So Absolutely. I, what a good I don't know segue. if I answered what a good your question, but that's what I wanted no, to No, no, you point. definitely did. Yeah, no. What a, what a good segue into the fact that we have said this, Linda and I've talked on this show a lot about the fact that it's never the product that people are learning. Mm -hmm. It's what you just said. Yeah. It's learning to learn. It's, it's the relationships. It's the communication. It's the self-care. It's these topics that don't have finite instructions, but yet people dismiss them, mm -hmm. right? But it says here... How, there are six core principles to living an amazing life. And I'm guessing this is a good time for you to share with us yeah. what you think those are. It's always a good time to share, Scott, but okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so we start with magical self-connection, right? Because if you don't know how yep. to love yourself, you're not going to either be able to love other people on a deep mm -hmm. level yeah. or be loved by others, right? It'll mm -hmm. all be superficial. Mm -hmm. I'll give you this if you give me that tit-for-tat relationships, we call them. So magical self-connection where you actually learn how to be with yourself, right? I'm right now, I'll get to this in a, in a I'll talk about it in the next second. Um, so magical self-connection is one of the places we could start. Then we go to yeah. pure relationships. I wrote a mm -hmm. book called the, the 20 Keys to Pure Relationships. And not, okay. they're not always you know, spousal relationships or significant mm -hmm. others. They're just human relationships, right? Yeah. But most mm -hmm. of them begin with trust. But we it, if you have good relationships, you have a great life, right? Um, and so yeah. the quality of your relationships so. really does reflect. Then we talk about abundance, not just wealth and money, but we talk about balanced abundance because mm -hmm. having wealth is one thing, but having the way, you know, how do you spend your money? Does it matter mm -hmm. if you have a Gucci bag and a Lamborghini or does it matter if you have great relationships and you drive a, you know, a Ford Explorer? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, but there's different ways, but you've got to be balanced in your approach to abundance. We also mm -hmm. have youthful health. So if you're, if you're feeling youthful, right. Mm -hmm. Um, then that, that creates a totally different energy than if you're not feeling, you know, you could just be a little bit healthy, but feeling youthful is what it's all about. Having energy. Yeah. That's, that's a really yeah. critical thing. We also like to, to travel, right. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. kind of selfishly ish basing this on my life. I'm in Greece right now and I'm getting ready. I'm going around the world. I'm going to Dubai in a couple of days. And, and the idea is that if I get to learn about myself a ton when I'm in a different culture yeah. and I yeah. get to get yeah. different ideas about things that I want to do in life. And, and it just, it opens my mind up so much. And I, I, I'm trying to give that to other people. Um, and then, um, what did I, what did I miss there? Health, wealth, and then spirituality, yeah. profound spirituality. There it is. Connecting with yeah. our creator is, you know, I, I, I sometimes leave, leave this one for last and I don't know why, but if you're connected with your creator, whoever that is for you, and mm -hmm. you're allowed to choose whoever you want, but most of the people that have really good spirituality, right? Good spirituality. It's hard to put that. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Is it good? Right. <laughs> good? But it's based on good. Is it a good attorney? Right. Like the, the golden rule, right. Do unto others as you want, yep. you know, have them do unto you or, you know, just be a good person. And mm -hmm. most 
spirituality practices have that concept in it. And some even have that magical self-connection. So working all those of those great. together is really the, the kind of environment we want to move forward with. Because now you, yeah. if you make this a part of you. Some people join country clubs and they yeah. get to play golf with other people. And yeah. I was in a country club and a lot of those were superficial relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is like a country <laughs> club for like success and, and moving forward and having fun and really yeah. building a life for yourself. So interesting. It's massive. I yeah. like it. Yeah. No, that's so interesting. And then, so that's the foundation of your your light circle agenda or uh, maybe even curriculum. And then insert topics and book writers and experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is fantastic. Yeah. No, yeah. I like it really that. is in line with what we're trying to do and what, we, what we're interested in sharing around well, there. Great. So, so ha- having created that and getting people out there, I mean... The website is lightcircle.org. Is that up and running and ready to go? Yeah, up up and running, ready to go. go. And if you want to, if you want to sit, you know how, you know how at the end of the year, and we're getting into the end of the 2023 right now, at the end of the yeah. year, we kind of go, you yeah. know what? I think I want to lose 10 pounds. Spend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to set a goal. Training lose budget 10 needs to be spent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you go join a gym and by February 1st, you're off the whole 10 pounds thing. Well, yeah. we want to actually sit down in a two, you know, it's a weekend long course, five, five hours each day with experts from okay. the, the different fields we've just talked about and actually sit down and plan your life for the year right mm-hmm. so we can make 2024 oh, nice. your greatest year yeah. and yeah if you just plan if you just plan it to lose 10 pounds in your health you know part of your life that's great because if yeah. everything doesn't work out with that and and kind of dovetail in with that you don't you don't sustain it so yeah. you have to be able to sustain that goal by holistically changing the rest of your life, changing your habits, your time management, the other things that you're trying to go for as well, and making it all work together. Otherwise, you have a goal that fails by February 1st. So we want to we want to sit down and actually plan holistically. And that's the only way you can plan. You can't just say, I want to lose 10 pounds and forget about it. You actually have to right. plan a plan on how to do that. So yeah, we call those uh, smart, smart goals yeah, smart goals. too. Yeah. So yeah. you can yeah. specific, measurable, achievable, re- reachable. And I can't even think of T. I never get them all, but t- t- that's a really time, s- time bound, yeah, time, time bound, yeah. time bound. That's a really smart way to do it. So yeah. as I'm, as I'm constructing your light circle, we've got authors and we've got folks coming in that bring their life experience and uh, outside of technology that's changing, we've got a, a curriculum that is very based on your six core principles. And then you've got a kickoff that basically is a worksheet of life for the year ahead so that you can review your your process. What an amazing opportunity for people to plug in. And it and is it, is it on site or is it virtual or is it in person that you're planning to do? It's all virtual for now. So it's oh, a virtual good. workshop. Great. You can do it from anywhere in the world Great. on Zoom. Okay. Oh, and if you're interested right. well, in finding out more, can I, put it, can I tell you the link? <laughs> yeah, please yeah, tell yeah, us yeah, the please. link. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, you can just go to 2024yourgreatestyear.com. Wonderful. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Easy to remember. Yeah. 2024yourgreatestyear.com. Or if you go hey, to lightcircle.org, it's, it's on the front page as well with the events page. But yeah. that's No, I think that's Good. great. I hope a lot of people check Thank that you. out for sure. Mark, one thing I'm curious about, though, what, what do you think makes either this program or this time different because most of these guys even the ones that you reference like tony robbins been around forever um and a lot of these principles have been around forever but i know for me coming up there was a lot of skepticism you know in in my parents generation Mm -hmm. for sure um and that was ingrained in me as well right that these are just rich people who were you know selling you to get more rich. Um, it has really has nothing to do with really helping you. Um, but I think that we're what I'm starting to see, though, is a resurgence of all of that stuff that because really the concepts haven't changed in all the years, all those things like what we talk about the simplicity in it, goal setting, wellness, um, financial wellness, all of those sorts of things, those are core principles that we're not taught um, that we kind of learn or we don't learn throughout life. um, And that sets us on a journey. What's different today? And what's different about what what you think, you know, like what you're doing that that people so for our listeners, I go, yeah, I want to be a part of Mark's program, because there's something different about that. Thanks. Yeah. You know, I would say the difference is that we, we put it through hyper learning. And, um, Okay, so I, I guess I have to make comparisons for me to even be able to elucidate my yeah. thought. But if you want to go to college, what do you do? Take four classes a year or a semester? And what is that yeah. eight classes a year? You might learn seven or eight subjects in a year. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay, cool. And how much do you spend on a college? I have somebody in our family that spent $70,000 a year, $280,000 on a college degree. Mm Yeah, it's um, about right. About right. <laughs> I've got right? a college age kid yeah. too, right? Yes. Yeah. And so at the end of that, you might take 40, 50 classes. We learn 50 subjects in a year and we don't sit mm. and, you know, take notes about them, you know, time right. over time, get tested. It's not on all the theory. It's actually, you're putting it into practice. Yeah. We're, we put it into practice. We have to go back to our, our light spheres. We have little light spheres in our group with four to six people that meet every week. And we talk about what we've done this week to implement the learnings that we just, we just, um, were exposed to. And, um, Mm -hmm. and so that's different. Like we're really taking, Mm -hmm. it's not just one Tony Robbins thing. It's a couple of Tony Robbins things and some Brian Tracy and sprinkling in some Deepak Chopra and adding in some Mm -hmm. Eckhart Tolle, the power of now. And, uh, Michael Singer. And what's that? Yes. I love Eckhart Tolle. Such a good book. We might even throw Scott's book book in there and and there. This is all important stuff. Did you know I wrote a book? Did you know I wrote a book? (laughs) Oh my God. Imagine. (laughs) I'm so sorry. We didn't share that with you, Mark. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, okay. We can talk about that. Yeah. But no, that's really, we also also have principles that we also sprinkle in because these are first principles thinking, um, you know, things like smart goals, right? Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's, there's all kinds of, you know, things like what they say about sleep. And right. we, we go deep into what sleep is about. That's an important part of health that very few people talk about. It really is. Really so I'm is. sorry, go yeah. ahead. No, I was just going to compliment what you were saying, Mark, in that, um, and I, I, I've even sort of losing my thought on that in, in that it's innovative. Here it comes back. It's innovative what you're doing mm-hmm. in a way that matches the times. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are strumming through our phones. We are looking yeah. at TikTok. We are looking at Instagram. We're looking at social media and we are getting imprints, imprints, imprints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think people have the patience for four classes for eight months mm. and to write a check for 70 grand. So if you can cut that in half yeah. yep. and make that double the experience while I'm scrolling through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? That yeah, hyper learning is so critical yeah, in our day and age. Yeah. So it's really a smart move. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, I have a, I'm trying to come up with a saying for what we do, but I think the saying is, you know, give me two hours a week and I'll make you a millionaire in your health, your wealth, your relationships, and your yeah. spirituality and knock off a bunch of things off your bucket list for two hours yeah. a yep. week. If you can give up a little bit of Netflix and maybe a, a little bit of Facebook, you can get an incredible yeah. amount of knowledge and a community to, to surround yourself yeah. with. No, I like Smart. that. Well, and I think, you know, you hit on something really important there, too, because we like to pretend that we are all so busy, like we don't have time for yeah. any of this stuff. Um, <laughs> when the reality of it is, um, and my husband says this to me all the time, Linda, you have time for what you choose to make time for. So when I'm, mm-hmm. you know, right. complaining about how busy I am, and how I can't do that. He's like, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't have wasted an hour, like Scott was maybe scrolling through social media or doing it's like, if those aren't the things that are really important to you. And I think that that's, that's where we've gotten lost in this, because there are so many mm-hmm. things we have that are distractions that are taking up our time, that we have lost focus. And I think that right. by being able to have those like tidbits, you know, that kind of take you through, but there it sounds like what you're doing is, um, is a way of kind of forcing that focus in a positive way, though, to say, I'm not going to just lecture you. I'm not going to sit here and listen to somebody tell me their life story. And then I'm going to somehow try to incorporate that into my life. You're taking those learnings and you're taking the important components of it. And then you're, you're showing me how I can take those pieces and apply those into my life. And I think that is, that's a consumable way of learning that we need in today's environment. So, so yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. It's a good approach for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very consumable, very digestible, like you said. And I think that's really important for our listeners to hear. And, and I love that we know how to reach you and and, and how you yes. brought that to, to life. How many folks are you partnering with to do this? Or is this your your baby? Um, I think it's the world's baby. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a Fair lot enough. of partners in this, except for the members that are going to be the partners in this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. So it's your brainchild. I love it. No, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Solopreneur at its best right here. Yeah. yeah I got a great team behind me that's, that's helping me put it together. Um, and we've got some creative people and, and uh, some motivated people and some passionate people. Well, and then hopefully good. it'll, it'll grow as a movement. I, I see it more than just a, a, a little community. I see it as kind of a movement. We have values yeah. and principles and knowledge and community and all the things that I think the world really needs today 
desperately needs it today. I totally agree. We've lost sight of community. um, And this is a great way to bring community back um, in a in a very positive way that has nothing to do with politics or social (laughs) issues. It has to do with just being a human. And I I how we handle them, maybe how we maybe how we handle them. Yeah, maybe how we cope with life. But um, but for sure. Mark, I'm curious, um, then uh, what do you do for for fun? I obviously you travel. So um, but what do you do for fun? Because this is a lot that you've got going on. Um, how do you find that balance for yourself? Like, what are you doing to balance your own life? So I, I find the creativity is the juice of life. So yeah. I've been, I've been able to go into light circle and really put in a lot of creative process into this. It's been a lot of fun, um, creating this, creating other businesses. I have several other businesses. I've, I've written seven books. Um, I've created lots of courses. I have another mastermind that's very, very active and, uh, in the stock market, uh, so that's these are all fun things for me. There's there's not yeah. a lot of work in my yeah. life. It's all play. Uh, but if you really it. boil it down to you, you touched on it, Linda. It's it's travel. So I just got a new motorcycle here in Greece, and oh, um, nice. I, I'm exploring a couple of islands, and then I'm going to park it and keep going around the world all the way east. So oh, that's fine. where I'm going to stay in touch with you. Yeah, please. I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to Greece in uh, June, July. July for two weeks. So I'm looking forward to what I don't know. I'll reach out. Yeah. Yeah, Let me know where you want to go. I've, uh, I've been to about every Island that you could, that anybody would want to go to some that you don't want to go to. Athens is our first stop. That's what I want yeah. to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are always What's a waste of yeah, time. Yeah, those are the sure. tricks uh, that you need to learn for sure. Well, I really love that um, so much, Mark. I'm so glad that we got a chance to uh, to yeah. talk with you today. Um, this you has so been really enlightening and um, you know exciting to hear what you have going on. I'm gonna follow and watch and see for sure. I'd love to have you come back, maybe you know Please. next year after yeah. you kind of got some of these going. We'd love to have you come back and tell us how's it going and are you you know did you accomplish Accomplish what you had set out to accomplish would really How's love to have you out? do a yeah. check in with us. It'd be awesome. I know our listeners would, would appreciate that as well for sure. So thanks so a lot for having great. me on and letting me uh, letting me talk about you know one of my my well, biggest passions in life. And then yeah. I, if there's a way I can help you and support you, then I mean, please let me know that too. No, I definitely will. Well, we're gonna have. I think Kat, Linda's got three Oh, more I do. I do. Off. Yeah, Mark's not getting yeah, that easy. Yeah, no, yet, not, not quite right. yet. Um, yeah. Yeah. Here, is this where the tough ones come? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. not really that tough. Bring it on, Linda. Go. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, we do like to end the show with three um, three questions. And so I'm curious, um, what is a common myth about your job or field of expertise? And you have lots. So maybe on the financial side, I'd be curious, like, what is it, What is a myth um, about your field of expertise? A hedge fund. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. We, we yeah. probably have to have a part two of this if you really want to get into the, the myths because i have a whole thing on the wall street myths that there are oh, there bad. are tons of programming there's tons of programming that comes from wall street that does not serve us as investors um i guess i'll just say this one that um that the, the money game is hard yeah uh, the money game is not hard we just haven't been taught about it right in life yeah. you're either trained mm-hmm. or you're untrained yeah and there's nothing wrong with being untrained like if you're yeah. if you're untrained just acknowledge it and either decide i'm untrained and i'm gonna suck or yeah. i'm gonna get trained and i'm gonna right. try to become decent at something yeah. right and in the money game so many people are intimidated by all the words and the jargon and this is all by design put out by wall street and all these mm-hmm. long four syllable diversification and you know, allocation and all these other things. That's three syllables. But, um, <laughs> you know, putting all these things out there that make it seem like these are hurdles that we have to jump over when when money yeah. is really simple. It's you learn to earn, you earn to save, you save to invest, you invest for passive income, and then you protect your assets. And so if I you like can just that. learn those little things, yeah, then you're better, you're, you're way better off. So the big myth is that money is hard, make money easy, break it down into simple things Beautiful. and learn them and money becomes easier. I love that. Boy, that's, that's a great, a great one. Lesson. Yeah, that is a ah. really great lesson for sure. Yeah. Well, and along those lines, so what is the most important lesson you've learned over your career thus far? That's a good one. Uh, most important lesson I would say is that um, just to be humble. I like that. And there's yeah. a period, we call it in, in the market, we call it beating our chest, right? We have a period, like I had a year in 2000, and I think I want to say 2014, when I was invested in Facebook and everybody was saying, oh, Facebook is never going to make it. They're not going to be able to transition from the browser to the phone. And I was like, no, I think this guy's got it figured out. 
And I was right. And I made a ton of money that year. I had an incredible year for my investors. And I was like, ah, everything's great, you know? (laughs) And then um, the market got slapped me down a couple of years (laughs) later. And I learned these huge lessons. And yeah, I really, it sucked at the time. But I came out yeah. the other side uh, a lot better. So it's good. really be yeah. humble. When things are really mm-hmm. good, they're probably not as good as you think. And when things yeah. are really bad, they're probably not as bad as you think. I like that. That's a good yeah, point. I think humility yeah, is a lesson um, so many people can learn for sure. So my last yeah. question for you is, what's one lesson that your job has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point in life? Well, it's the saying I have, I was going to sign off with this saying, but this, I, this is truly what I believe in. And that is never give up your power in your health, your wealth, or your time. And you know, so many people, you've heard the stories, right? You've got three months to live, John, and John lives for two months and 30, 30 days. And then he drops dead. He gave up his power. And then there's another person that got the same diagnosis that went, wait a minute hang on a minute, let me get on the internet and we do some research. And all of a sudden he lives an extra 10 years with whatever disease he's got. And so if -hmm. you give up your power, you give up basically your future if you don't have control of it. And it's so true in money. People are like, I don't know anything about money here. Here, here's all the work that I've done for my whole life and I've saved it up. Here you go, Fred, invest it for me. Oh, sorry. We had a really lousy, you know, couple of years. You've lost it all or whatever. Yeah. So don't give up your power, your health, health, your wealth or your time. Also very important. I like that. No, that's great. Oh, that's a really good one. That's a tagline for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. No, I like that. That is a good way to to sum it all up. Yeah, for sure. Mark, thank you again. And thank you for taking time when you were in beautiful Greece um, to spend time with uh, with us on our show today. I know I've learned a lot. I've taken a little I I learned something every single time we have a guest on our show. Um, Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. And we have been so fortunate to have people like yourself who are really embody what Scott and I set out to do on this, which is to show that, you know, your the journey isn't um, always the same. Um, and it doesn't have right. to be. Um, uh, but you know, how it's all those experiences and what you've learned in life and, and taking all of that and recognizing you can still get to your destination. Um, yeah. And so yeah. really appreciate what you've shared with us. Looking today. forward to it, Mark. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear how you do. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you early in the new year. Yes, for Thanks sure. Again. Yeah. Definitely. It was a pleasure yes. to meet you both and having me on. And I loved your questions, even though, yes. Linda, they weren't as hard as I thought they were going to be. I did yeah. <laughs> An Unconventional Guide to Success is an inspirational, motivated series hosted by Scott Montgomery and Linda Misagatis, recorded on Riverside.fm. Music, editing and production by Logan Misagatis. Check out Scott Montgomery's new book, How Did You Get Here, and all the helpful related materials at www.howdidyougethere.com. Thank you for joining us on our journey. If you would like to reach out to us, our contact information is in the show notes.